Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy, got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walk at a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hola. It's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, keep the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Pop Pop, Petey Romain, Tom Phyllis, J.L. Chadwick, the black guy who tips Might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit Might be just trying to help you get a nice big young bitch You have an opinion, let's hear it do it proper The world may suck, but I like it, I want you Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet If you're dropping our names, Now let's come together, there's nothing else to say Let's start the show, Randolph, hit him with the Hey! What's up with you? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Who we got say want to say? Who we got? It's me, Becca Steinhoff. And we are three guys on. Do I have to say what we are? No, let's, let's <laughs> More pickles in jars. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on from that. Do I have to say it? Welcome back. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Oh, thank you. I like the theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the That's theme's the, good. Uh, the theme. We'll be honest. <laughs> we'll be honest. Um, it's nice. Who's Pop? Pop Pop is Elton Howard Elton Jr. Howard. <laughs> he's a oh, because he's a grandfather. Yeah. Grandfather Pop. That's Pop. hilarious. Pop, Pop. Gonna get Pop Pop back on. He's been out of town lately. Yeah. On weekends. Yeah. Uh, he has chasing uh, some pretty young bitch. Yeah, he's Good got for stuff him. going on. Good for him. Um, uh, yeah, because last time we had him on was pre Aruba, and he went to Aruba. Yeah, he went and to he's, Aruba. He's out of town. He's, it's, got uh, stories. He's, he's got a whole summer thing going on. He's out all the time. Grandfathers know how to play. Well, he was supposed to. Um, he was supposed to get his abs popping for Aruba. That was his whole plan, and they didn't pop. <laughs> They're like those those kernels at the bottom of a bag of popcorn. They were unpopped abs. And then we haven't talked to him much since then. He came back, and then they, I've seen him a couple times, and he's just out all the time. Uh, he'll be back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he will. He's just busy. That's funny. So Elton is pop up. Uh, yeah, a lot of the sock puppets were mentioned in that intro song. We can't get all get them all in, I guess. Uh, I don't think you mentioned Philippe, right? Is Philippe a sock puppet? I guess so. I don't know. Is he? He might predate sock puppets. Uh, he got all the main ones, though. That was yeah. A, yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's Chad, really good. Chad got it all worked out. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he did, you know, he knows He knows where we're at. Yeah, he knows the show. Did you see that um, uh, Killer Mike told uh, black people, take your money out of the bank and put it into black-owned institutions? And I saw people are like doing that. that. Yep, people <laughs> are actually doing that. They did in Atlanta. Yeah, they yeah. swelled up a bank, eight thousand banks. That bank's like eight thousand people got in Atlanta. Yeah, rolled in Atlanta. Such a stupid song. Panda, 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 Such a stupid song. Panda, panda. That's how it sounds. That guy. That guy. That guy. That guy. That guy. That guy. Panda. Yep, they're, yeah. they're doing it. I saw the guy on the news talking That's about awesome. it. He was like, yeah, people are coming to us, and we've been here. It's awesome. 
I would do it here if they they had a nice bank that I could go to and get the fuck out of Wells Fargo. Nice pretty young bank. Pretty young bank. Uh, there's one in, on that list of black-owned banks. There's one in Virginia, but in I don't Virginia, think it's around here. Yeah, it ain't around. You think DC would have some? Well, I didn't check DC. I just checked Virginia on that list. Did DC yeah. had? I didn't even look at that list uh, for yeah. DC. Yeah, and then uh, article the the new story. Somebody said, "Oh, go take a look at the comments." That I was like, "Why? Uh, why?" <laughs> Why does anyone need to tell me to look at the comments? Well, the comments were uh, basically, how dare you put your money into your own bank? And then one guy said at best, he was like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, they said. Uh-huh. Get yourself going, they said. Right. Okay, here we are. <laughs> and and what? <laughs> well, what's, uh, I mean, what do they think of these people? What do they think is going to happen now that uh, Something, something is going to be money. taken from white people. Yeah, it's... <laughs> What, yeah, what's the we just, I mean, that, of that? That'd be my biggest complaint that we just don't have enough. White people don't have enough things. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I right. guess. You're going to afford to lose. You're going to put uh, Bank of America out of business. You know, so they were like, <laughs> well, white people can't go to that bank? And the guy actually was like, had to, had to do like the collective like, well, <sighs> no. Anybody yeah. can come to the bank. <laughs> it's the a bank. bank. Just happens. Do you to have be, money? You come to the to bank. Be blank, black owned, oh and service God. the black community. Yes, there is a DJ in the there. Work, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, but that's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same thing with um, uh, Wendy Williams was talking shit about HBCUs and um, the NAACP after Jesse Jesse's speech on BET crowd turned against her her own crowd was like bitch what? she had roland martin on her show well she that's why stick yeah. her foot the, in her the mouth next sometimes. well the next day roland destroyed her on his show i was like god damn bitch he's coming at you yeah he was like i don't know if you understand why they're hbcus but he was like yeah there aren't all white colleges do you know why they're called college it's just college <laughs> they're just called college the reason why hbcus exists is because people couldn't go to white colleges what is that what is it historically black College or university. Oh, okay. HBCU. Got it. Like That's how, all it is. Like Howard. Howard. And, and white people do can go there too. Yeah, sure. and they do. <laughs> they do. Because the tuition is the tuition is slightly cheaper. And sometimes it's, it's your local college. Yeah. Right. The degree is, ju- is just as good. Yeah. My little cousin graduated from HBCU in Austin. Mm-hmm. Plenty of white people in it. Plenty of white people in it. Yeah, I mean, then, then back in the day, there was like historically female only colleges. Right. Right. But no one, no one stresses on. On Oberlin, or or uh, Wes- Wellesley, Wellesley. And- yeah, no one's going to say anything about those schools. Yeah. They're like, oh, good, good for the ladies. They're learning how to be a wife. Oh, which yeah. I can't go there. Yeah, I'm yeah. not allowed to go there because I'm a pickle. Yeah, no, you can't keep your pickle out of these jars. <laughs> that's their. That's go, their fucking. If you're mascot. looking for these pickles, the keep on looking. Pickle with a circle around it, <laughs> a line through it. Oh I went to a, a one of the top four liberal liberal. <laughs> Liberal <laughs> they arts. They taught me how to say shit. Um, liberal arts colleges in the country. And then later on, it was listed as one of the top four useless degrees or useless colleges that have a degree from in the country. <laughs> what school is that? UNC Asheville. Word oh, up, right. yo. Yeah, right. word, word up, yo. We learned how to make tie dye. I took a class on scrapbooking. <laughs> a class? It of was course. phenomenal. Of course, of course it was. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> of course you did. I loved it. Did anyone fail scrapbooking? <laughs> Can you? No, but we did lose. We dropped a couple of people. <laughs> they dropped on their own volition. It's too hard, man. It's too hard. Scrapbooking. I'm going to go sign up for I, reminiscing. I'm happy to say I made the ugliest scrapbook in the history of all. Is that the final? You got to make a scrapbook? Yeah, well, you have to have one and then like 
you know, use it. And like at the end of the, yeah. and it was like a storytelling class too. So we had to work on stories. People were like, oh my God, you should be a comedian. What's the degree? Liberal arts? Just liberal arts? My degree, degree was in mass communications yeah. with a film and visual media emphasis. Yeah. And scrapbooking. I'm, I'm sure there's and a, a minor in scrapbooking. There's HBCU in North Carolina of that, I'm sure. Yeah, probably so not. Like <laughs> no, there are. There are. There definitely are. They might not be in the university system of UNC though. Cause that, maybe that, I don't know. You know who would know is Rod. Rod Wasn't there know. an? Uh, oh yeah, Rod, yeah. reach out to us through Twitter after you hear this and tell me what the HBCU is in North Carolina. Gonna, I don't, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm a sure. I mean, the the rate is. of collegiate um, academics in North Carolina is. Um, I say Rod like I know scary. He's listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like my high school in high school, um, the dropout rate was like thirty percent, and people that graduate or that drop out of the high school and then never went on to college didn't count against the dropout rate. Ooh. The dropout rate only oh. counted if you dropped out of high school and then went on to get a GED or community college. That counted in the dropout rate. Well, but people that dropped out and just never... Correct. Uh, no, that so it was actually like, closer to like 50%. That like Bush administration accounting. It was like... We're um, not going to count what the if war. Though, what if you're like 16, right? And you're a scrapbooking prodigy. <laughs> you don't need college. Go straight to... Yeah. You drop out. Turn pro with Go big league. And you go, yeah. But you're considered... You're in the dropout you stats even yeah. though you're like the fucking... Michael Jordan of scrapbooking <laughs> you know you're the Mozart of scrapbooking you know what was funny I kept making fun of that we were like paying money in yeah, college to, to take to, it to and my teacher was that, did not like me at all your aunt could have taught you. she didn't like me at all she was like you need to stop undermining what we're doing here and I was like what are we doing <laughs> what are we doing here? we're learning how to put pictures in a book I, what we're doing I want to reiterate that I loved it <laughs> <laughs> and I need to quit undermining you. Okay. I'm also going to take no dream, black people by dream the way. interpretation in 101, uh, thinking about your feelings 101. I, really, I love that class. There was actually a class in the co- in the college that everybody, every student had to take. That was like how to be like humanity. Is it was like how to take responsibility for what is going on in humanity. Right. How to be a good citizen. That was like a, a big thing in the school. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Move the fuck out of North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina wasn't Step the one. hatred-filled place that it is today, yeah. which it still isn't. Those are just the people making decisions, but back HBCU then it wasn't. HBCU in, uh, in Texas is Prairie View. Prairie View? Prairie View. Prairie View, right? Yes. Well, are you looking they, up the they say HBCU Prairie View, in North Carolina? We just say Prairie View. I'm trying to, but I'm also interested in the Black Bank, the Black Mountain Bank Prairie in Virginia. View. Football team never wins. If it's like super out of my way, I won't do it. But if it's kind of close, I, I would do it. I imagine we could do it online. Most banks have online banking. I don't see why that would be a. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether that. the thing to join. What we need is a black credit union. That's the thing to join. Mm-hmm. Credit unions are the shit. You can get into one. I was in one of Southwest Research. That was fucking the bomb. Don't you have to have you have to have money, right? That's part one. You should have some money to put. No, I just mean in general to switch a bank. Yeah, it works. (laughs) It helps. It's like what they do. It helps, you know. But there's no banks in the hood, which is you know there's a that's a plan. I've talked about it before at length on the podcast. Huh? 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 (laughs) No banks in the hood? Huh? You know, so good for Killer Mike for uh, people listen to him. Monetary monetary gains is where it's at. North Carolina. I got it. Hit him in the wallet. I was thinking NCANT. That is one of them. That yeah, like ANT. Um, but, uh, it, but whenever I hear that, I'm like, that's not a real school. That's a school from Drumline. <laughs> uh, ANT, Agriculture, and Technology. Agriculture and Technology, yeah. Uh, here we go. Elizabeth City State University. 
Okay. How can you be a city and state that's university? That's definitely not. That's not in that's the. That's not even a, That's not in the UNC city? system. Okay, uh, Fayetteville State University. That might be. That sounds like Fayetteville. North Carolina A and T. Vietnam. Yeah. Shout out to J Cole. North yeah. Carolina Central. No. And uh-huh. Winston Salem State University. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. That's a definite. That Winston-Salem. sounds like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's that's it. That's the list for North Carolina. That's a, that's a lot. Virginia yeah. only has two: uh, Norfolk State and Virginia State. Yeah. Uh, wait, you know what? No, they have more. Those are the public ones. The private ones, Hampton University, Virginia Union University, Virginia University of Lynchburg. Look yeah. up one in Austin, Texas. Texas. Something with an H, maybe? All right, Texas. We have Prairie View, Prairie A&M, uh, Texas Southern. Yes. St. Powerhouse Phillips football college. team used to be, not anymore. St. Uh, Phillips is an, is an HBCU? Phillips is a public two-year college that's considered an HBCU. In, Tec- in San Antonio? Doesn't say the city. St. Phillips College. It's almost not the um, same, St. Phillips. Private four-year colleges, uh, Houston Tillotson Houston University. Tillotson. That's the school where a lot of a lot of dudes go to play sports. Houston Tillotson. Okay. Jarvis Christian University or College. Jarvis Christian. Yeah, Jarvis. Who, whoever Jarvis Christian is. Uh, yeah. Paul Quinn College. Whoever Paul Quinn is. This sounds is like a, small. This sounds like small schools. These are like people that have a school in their basement. Yeah, small privates. Uh, Southwestern Christian College. Mm-hmm. Texas College. Mm-hmm. Texas College. Yeah. And oh my God! Wiley College, W I L E Y. Southwest, Southwest Texas used to be Southwest Texas. Now I think it's just called Texas something. Texas in San Marcos. They changed the name. Yeah. UC was like <laughs> it was like the party school. That's literally Texas. the name, Texas something. Yeah, Texas something. Texas something University. It's the school from that movie, uh, the football movie with Sinbad and uh, Scott Bakula. I must have blocked that out. Um, it's an okay movie. Um, I where don't they. Know. The guy goes back to school. He's like 40 years old. He goes back to school. Mm-hmm. He has a year of eligibility left. They're restarting the football program. They bring oh, him right. the quarterback. Right. The <laughs> fucking, hey, rookie. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he, he bring him to be a quarterback. And um, Sinbad was a was a graduate student on campus. And they brought him in. He right. joined the team. Yeah, it, was a cute, it was a cute little movie. All right. But it was that school. It was supposed to be that school. Sorry. Sure. The Armadillos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go Dillos. Go Dillos. Armadildos. That's uh, what I call them. That's what I call them. They're our dildos. rival Armadildos because they're gay. And they have hard <laughs> shells. Gay. 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 Stupid Armadildos. Oh, my God. Do we have uh, What's the one email we got? Monique. We got an email from Monique. Monique Love. Uh, Monique, I, I wonder if she knows that we record on Saturday because she, she sent it while we were recording. Probably. Monday's episode. Monique says, uh, hi, 3GO, fuck microaggressions, racism, and bigotry as a record label and a crew. That's, that's okay. I'm good. so over it. Good start. Uh, life <laughs> has been one big suck, and I couldn't wait for y'all to yell at it. You are right. Shout out to SP Nation's own Haywood and Romaine. Randolph, even even the midst of this big ass swirl of bullshit with sprinkles, you still manage to be everybody's shady uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sprinkles. Yeah. When y'all true. was talking about the drawers, and Haywood said he don't like the he don't like the way he looks in briefs, and you just straight up blurted out because you fat. Because <laughs> you fat. I scream laughed. <laughs> My heart breaks for all the bullshit we've endured because of our skin color. Romaine, bro, I feel your pain. Can't be dark yeah. complected in America. Black and white people hate you. Randolph, that whole email saga was trash. Oh, the Facebook argument we talked about. Yeah. I will close by saying people are stupid and scared. Y'all provide a bright spot with the podcast. I want to put some money in the tip jar, but I'm broke. Y'all going to start. We'll be here. 
Y'all gonna start taking EBT? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I guess. No, I don't you know. buy you buy the baby some milk with that. You don't. <laughs> yeah, how would we go about doing that? I don't think. Yeah, we shouldn't take EBT. You buy the baby some milk with that. We we ain't uh we ain't hood drug dealers yet. No. <laughs> we'll take EBT, baby. You know. So that's Monique's email. Three guys on at Gmail. If anyone wants to email us, we will most likely read it. <laughs> um, unless you're like an asshole to us or something. Yeah, she covered a lot of ground in that email. Yeah. Oh yeah. She she gets she doesn't even have paragraph breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, what is what is it. beef with sprinkles? What is that about? It uh, just means bullshit with sprinkles. Your your beef is extra. Oh. Like when you get sprinkles. Oh, beef with sprinkles. Yeah, I'm just, thinking sprinkles is like code name for somebody. No, because because we have so many codes. <laughs> no, because <laughs> we call people all this stuff. Yeah, who, we can't name this. <laughs> who person. are sprinkles? We name them sprinkles. That's what we call. Well, it's kind of like beef uh, with sprinkles. I like that. Remember when people would say it's all that and a bag and of a chips. bag of chips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just you got to throw something because you get the beef and the beef is so hard that you need some on top of these. You beef. got some sprinkles. Some sprinkles on could that be salt, not sprinkles. Some sprinkles on that beef. Oh, I like that. Sprinkle that beef up. Yeah. That Just sounds delicious. A little bit more, <laughs> a little lunch. bit harder beef. <laughs> a little harder beef, beef is a little bit more because it got sprinkles on it. Sprinkles <laughs> should only go on cakes and ice cream, right? And my that's daughter not loves beef. Spring, my daughter that's loves no. pastries. You should, beef ice cream sounds awful. I did, I beg to differ. I bet Asheville. I bet there's a. I bet there's a fucking beef ice cream class. At whatever school you went to. As long as it's hormone-free, range-free beef. GMO-free, <laughs> GMO free-range beef. All these, all these cows know sign language. Sustainably, <laughs> sustainably raised. <laughs> we do feed them mushrooms, though. <laughs> the cows are tripping. Yeah, yeah. I want one of those. The cows <laughs> yeah. were on drugs. Yeah, cows are tripping. Everybody's on drugs down there. What did you guys think of um, the cops that walked off of off of the uh, WNBA game? What? Well, the Lynx were playing in Minneapolis. They you know out. the Lynx, the, the Lynx. WNBA team. Yeah, no. The NBA team. Links? Yes, girl. L Y N S. I'm fucking with you. That's the WNBA. Right. Yeah, okay. Minnesota Lynx. No, I know my NBA team, so. <laughs> they walked off. They walked. Uh, well, they walked out. They, the four of the team leaders came out with. Uh, Their mascot's a giant jar. Yeah. <laughs> just a big, huge jar. Uh, <laughs> they came out. We're not going to let Sorry. Go. We're not going to go back. <laughs> they came out with black shirts on. Said black lives Basically, on. black lives on the front. They had. Uh, they, they said, it said, change sure. begins with. Uh, change starts with us. Yeah, because that's their, their team mantra. Sure. Change um, and the cops saw that and as anti-police. On the back, it's, well, on the back it said Black Lives Matter, but it was like Black Lives Matter, something else, and then the, the Dallas police badge. Change starts with us. Justice and accountability is on the front. That's their okay. that's their uh, their thing is accountability. And the cops the walked Be off accountable the f- for your position. On the back it says Philando Castile, Alton Sterling, Black Lives Matter with the police badge. Right. Now, Philando Castile was killed in Minneapolis, I believe was or Minnesota somewhere. Minnesota, yeah. so their state, right, suburb of St. Paul, right, was right. It was a suburb, and then the other one is uh, Baton Rouge, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, but these four Dallas. cops walked off. They're off duty. You know, how cops do security late at night, like right. The, the, so they walked off. They were working the game. Yeah. yeah. And, and they these, walked off. These women, these women came out with these shirts on. Well, I think that's a bunch of horse shit yeah actually <laughs> yeah that's what everybody was saying but i'm like it rem- at least people in our world there are people in the other world who are like good it reminds me of um a couple years ago when uh clippers a guy was being forced out and the clippers wear their shirts inside yeah. out yeah. that's just it's they, all they're doing is making a statement they with shirts took like, them off and threw them down they right. took but they were wearing yeah. them inside out before yeah. they took them off and threw took them down them to, took them off. Dude, uh, they were thinking about not playing this they <laughs> did consider <laughs> not playing they until like, they well, got a should new should we even play or not right yeah <laughs> you know I mean that wasn't a race thing, but it, it is a similar yeah. style of message. Yeah. Or a, stimu- well, a similar act well, of. Yeah, it was a race thing. 
This and their owner that was yeah yeah well, and their owner is uh, yeah mean, absolutely right it was a race thing predatory race uh, even before all that he did predatory yeah. loans against against the black community because right. he's a fucking slumlord oh right that's what happened <laughs> he's a fucking slumlord oh man that with guy. many stories written about him by the way the night in question I, I know athletes are superstitious uh, the Lynx uh, won ninety three to fifty six over the Dallas Wings who are the Dallas Wings first of all is that yeah, a, is that I mean how many NBA team WNBA teams can you even name I've never so. Yeah, I mean uh, the Mystics, the Lynx. Mystics, Lynx, whatever the um, whatever the, the Spurs team is. Some of the Houston Comets are they still around? <laughs> yeah, that the count. I will, I will count it. Whatever the, the San Antonio's team Detroit is. What's Shock. the San Antonio's team? Sky, the Sky. Is no, it, I know that's just another. You know team. Who I'm talking about the San Antonio team. What I really don't follow the WNBA. The Utah something. Do we name the Do we name the Los Angeles team the Sparks? We didn't I thought they Sparks. were the Sky. Who is the Sky? The Sparks. No, it's Denver Sky. Denver might be Sky. Yeah. Uh, Detroit. It's sh- some of these teams have shut Shock. down. That's like Dallas short. Wings is not one of the original. How many WNBA uh, teams are there? I don't know. But I, don't care uh, I think know. it's like 12. Or something. I don't watch. But the I don't Lynx. Care to know. It's boring. The Lynx beat Agreed. the Wings. 93 to 56. That's good. So now, I mean, being a superstitious athlete, you're going to think, well, let's just have cops walk off at every game. Yeah. we got to wear the shirt at every game. we got to wear the shirt at every game. we got to piss off some cops. When was the last time the five people that were at that WNBA game started trouble (laughs) anyway? I know. Well, that's what the the head of the fucking police union was trying to throw shade. He was like, they don't even need security anywhere. Like, well, then you've been stealing money all this time, you motherfuckers. Yeah, you don't need to be there. (laughs) You motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm just going to go to sleep early. (laughs) You've been stealing money all this time. Oh, that's offensive. I think only four of the players they they had a press conference wearing the shirts i don't think they wore them during warm-ups uh well no they did the four Lynx players held a press conference denouncing violence committed by and against police uh and the entire team so and against right and the entire team wore warm-up shirts mentioning the victims of and also they mentioned the dallas i guess you can't put the name of every cop killed so you have you just put the dallas police emblem on the shirt the five as your acknowledgement of that so the cops who walked off just saw it as an anti-cop thing, even though that they, it seems like we're trying to be inclusive of the whole, basically the whole week of. Well, they're doing the same thing that every that the president does, the same thing everybody does. Yeah, we know black people are being killed by police, but listen, the police aren't bad. They were doing that that same yeah. thing. There are many, many good. Co- this same is bullshit. the problem, though. You have like it's such a polarizing issue, and there's so many different stances that you could take on it, and we're all expressing the opinion that we believe, but I don't feel like other people are taking the time to hear opposition. And example, case in point, these cops won't even stay. They will leave instead of listening or looking at opposition. You, I mean, as much as it sucks, they're, they're, as much as it hurts, we have to be having conversations about that's it. That's the thing of we're not doing anything wrong. But what they'll what they'll tell us is that, well, you're not listening to us though. So you're not saying anything. You're just standing there. I'm like, How yeah, about? okay, but my well, we not would. listening ends, we up, would. ends up with me being dead. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Yours, How about this? It results in nothing. How about this? A fucking cops versus Lynx basketball game. Oh my god! To settle their difference. Space Jam Three. Yeah, exactly. They could come in and play. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then people might throw some elbows. Might get rough out there. I would actually like to see that, like that one commercial, that little kid is going to play tag football, but he has to go get people to round up. So like the WNBA, the basketball players right. go get like, you LeBron know, James. Chris Paul. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's go play the cops. Now, yeah. uh, LZ Grandison said a great thing. He was like, you know, uh, the women stepped up because a lot of the men wouldn't do it. Haven't really been saying anything. Well, basketball having, season was over, but exactly. Having said that, the basketball season was over. Mhm. Um 
How about all those black Carmelo golfers? Anthony did say something. You know, LeBron James did. Cephalosha was arrested. Whole, yeah, he's well, he's filing a lawsuit the against about, the police. The thing about Cephalosha that I don't like is that uh, the NBA took the NBA the NBA as a group took them a long time to side with him. Yeah, and it felt because the police were like, "Listen, if you side with him, we're not gonna we're not gonna provide security for your games." If I'm the head of the NBA, I would have said. Play for last I remember he was on OKC. He's in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. he fucked up their playoff run. That fucked their playoff run off. That fucked their playoff run. Yeah, because he's he he wasn't really he was gone. Yeah, because he couldn't play. His leg was broken. He's still not. I don't think that really. I don't know. Atlanta still did. They didn't. All right, hang on a second. Had an that made an impact. Made a complete impact. I mean, what what is he a forward or a center? He's a big man. He's big he a, is a big man. Forward. Right, but like the, they brought him on. He was on OKC the previous year, and they brought him on to fill that role, but the team that didn't have him, the Hawks that didn't have him the year before, they still you know, made it all the way to the, the semifinals. Hawks, but the Hawks lost to Cleveland in the playoffs that year. This, that The year before. Yeah, and they needed a defensive presence. Yeah, and that So was, not that they would have necessarily beat Cleveland, yeah. but Cleveland was depleted. But he makes the difference. And maybe he would have helped. Saba, I never really all saw that him aside, doing okay. This guy broke his leg. Yeah, and if yeah. I'm the, if I run the NBA, it was the cops I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you broke you broke one of my, not even, I don't really give a shit about him one way or the other. You fucked up one of my employees. Yeah. I can't have that. Yeah. I can't have that. And you did it, and you lost in court, which means you fucking did it. I wouldn't be surprised if next season they do sort of mention it a little bit more because I feel I mean, like they, they should. Didn't the the like LeBron at the ESPYS like there was like three or four? Well, of them that was the were... thing that after yeah. this ESPYS happened after this, right? And uh, they they did speak up. They, they opened yeah, the ESPYS they have to. with it. Yeah, yeah, they opened the ESPYS. I really feel it. like for the most part, NBA players are pretty involved in their communities and like really do. Well, LeBron is, this, I know LeBron but he is. didn't speak about Trayvon Martin. This whole thing, which, though, which LeBron, like, he didn't. They he, did the they did the hoodie away. picture with Miami, though. That was in Miami, yeah. yeah. But the trip now was it Trayvon? No, the boy, uh, Tamir Rice. There's so many. Right, God, so, so many. Yeah. Damn. There's so many. Rice. <laughs> God. <laughs> He said, I need, "I said I need to know more," but he's yeah. never he's never shied away. I mean, it, yeah. I think if he Which says, I that, wondered then, about that. I was like, "What do you mean you need?" Then to know he's more, probably man. means it. Like he, there's no ulterior motive there. Yeah. But this is the the weird thing with this Minnesota Lynx story. Mm. The cops, these women, they wore T-shirts with some names of some people, including the Skylar Dallas. Diggins is on the Lynx, right? I don't even know. I don't know. Okay, great. I mean, Skylar <laughs> okay, Diggins, great. Is that like a Harry Potter uh, character? Or Skylar Diggins? Yeah, you no. say so. It sounds like a Harry Potter character. So anyway, these cops see a shirt. And they actually said this is anti-police rhetoric and Not. walked off. Now, do you want people who are this reactionary and uninformed being cops? Yeah. Like, they're showing how they react to situations, yeah. which, is, which yeah. is to misinterpret and, and sort of aggressively do something without even determining what's going on. Well, we can't beat him. What happens on a traffic him. stop when right. this when this cop has pulled someone over? And sees, like, like, a Black Lives Matter. Oh, this rhetoric, and, and I'm getting out. And, like, you, you got to be... You gotta be smarter and more calm if you're gonna be a cop. You can't even handle a T-shirt. Yeah, you don't even know what the T-shirt said yet. You just assume it's anti-cop rhetoric, which it wasn't. It, it could be said, considered combative in a traffic stop situation. It said accountability on it. Yeah, who's against accountability? Right. How is that you know, anti-police how is that rhetoric? Controversial. Don't you want everybody to be accountable? So, just they're sort of showing themselves in their mentality just by walking out That's of this game. That's a great point. And these are people who are going to be conducting That's traffic have stops. I have, an, I have a this question. Is they, this is how we react to a t-shirt. Right. So. Um, back in the day of like the O.J. Simpson stuff, the O.J. Simpson trial right. and Rodney King and the L.A. riots, they 
you know, they talked about how OJ really didn't defend the black community until he, you know, used it in his defense. Yeah. Well, he didn't defend the black community. He just he never did. Right. Jumped into the black Do community. you think there are any male like black male figures in our community today that would pull that that would it's not amazing get you should ask this someone emailed us amazing someone asked email us that exact same question is that even possible we to talking stay about si- OJ. Silent i couldn't about think it. of anybody someone mentioned i think maybe it was on twitter maybe it was another email someone mentioned yeah. tiger woods yeah tiger uh, but woods i've never is, felt but that tiger woods tiger. has already had his own wife yeah. beating story I've never, <laughs> I've never really felt that from tiger one way or the other yeah, i've never seen tiger a lot of emotion his from him. own guy he's i'm not black i'm if, tiger if you read his <laughs> if you read his this this thing they wrote about tiger about growing up with his father or something he like he's that. a black man named tiger I tiger's, give him a on his, tiger's on his own <laughs> island right he's got more things going through his head. He would be a good example. So though. I don't. I, I've never felt that from him. Somebody else suggested Derek Jeter again. I've never felt that from. Derek I didn't Jeter. know Derek Jeter was black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's his dad. His dad is black. I, black. <laughs> so I've never. Okay. I've never felt a thing from Derek Jeter. I don't think he's ever talked about it one way or the other. So I look yeah. at it like that. He's never really talked about it one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan specifically said that. Hey, man. Republicans buy shoes too. Meaning, is that, I, right? I, I'm I wish, not going to get involved. I, that's kind of become like this the lore. I, no, it's I, real. No, I'm not saying it's not real. I wish we had. Is there an entire interview about that? Because taking one sentence out of context and and playing it over and over for yeah. years, like Republicans buy shoes too, being the yeah. Sentence. Like I, I I'd yeah, like so to know. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to fuck my money. I'd up. like to know more about that conversation. But anyway, yeah, Le, LeBron and, and guys who are now speaking out. That's kind of the contrast between the, the, the previous generations. Although Barkley spoke out, he always Barkley says whatever he wants. Well, Barkley's uh, on that bullshit now. If it's black people's fault, right? So he's well, on Barkley, that he but, but that's no different. Respectability politics. It's no different from how he's been talking. He exactly. says he always says yeah. some ridiculous. So he's shit. on that respectability politics. Even bullshit. even on like TNT, they're like, oh, he's talking. Yeah, let's yeah. all sit and back he's now. He's kind of always been on that respectability politics. Yeah. So I'm not surprised he's saying. He all says this very um, polarizing things within right. his own community well, he's also done things like you know, he got in he's fights very, when yeah. he was a player he got in fights at bars and yeah. threw a guy through a window and he's shit a, yeah. like if he wasn't famous Charles Barkley but he's also extremely charitable yeah he's it's just he has these these views that sort of don't line up with who he was when he was sure. in his 20s right. sure. you know a lot of people are like that it's like don't you remember yourself at that age like did you think you should have been beaten up by cops for the shit that you did? Right. And had you not been famous, you would have. You would have got your ass kicked. Yeah. But like the thing, the thing with the O.J. Simpson, or just with people that that don't get involved because it's gonna fuck their money up. Right. It's it's the same way I think about comics in in this era. Like, do you say something or do you not? What, do you feel like you have to say something? Do you feel like you could get away with not saying something? Well, like, for some people, I, I don't think. feel like people should have to say something. If you're if you're art, if if you're a comic and you're producing, let's say something for an audience to consume, you might let's say you're you're not really a you're an absurdist kind of comic. It would seem weird to, to do get a twenty minute set and then like a few, right. a, for a chunk you're like, oh, this is some real shit, guys. It just depends on. It um, might not work, right? But also for you, you might you might even spin it in your own head, even as just your justification for not talking about things to say, well comedy is an escape i'm helping people providing right. them with an escape from that for a couple hours that's how i feel about it it's yeah. a, it's the balance of entertainment and message and right. every comic has that own balance that they strike with themselves you are you a message comic or are you a lighthearted comic <laughs> or a little you bit of all. Ex- you can't 
you can't be what you aren't. You can't you can't That's ask true. somebody to be Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe didn't know he was going to be Arthur Ashe. He was just Arthur Ashe. Right. Muhammad Ali didn't know he was going to do. He didn't set out to be Muhammad Ali. He was Muhammad Ali. Right. So you can't ask what I what I will say is if you do the alleged phrase of of Michael Jordan. Right. I will come after you when you do some shit like that. Because I'm, he's actively. He's actively said. I just, actively hey, not. I I'm not speak acting. This, but I want my money fucked up. So fuck you. I don't respect that at all. And I will say something about that. But if 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 you I, just stay out of it and never say anything, be, yeah. I I mean, if you say something again, well, look, I just don't want to rock the boat. I'll have something to say then. But that's how. But that's if you're the, just but that's the behavior and action. But if you're just a quiet guy. But if you're complicit in, uh, let's put it to comics. Like let's say. Uh, I've seen several black comics in the last week since it's been going on, and they all well, deal I've, with it differently. I've, well, I've seen black comics ignore. We talked about it. I've seen black comics ignore, ignore, it. ignore it. Right. I don't like that. It makes me mad at them. But I can't tell them to go on stage and, and no, you can only tell them to do it upset. to do, to do like, that. Well, you want to be up here and be happy? Fine. It makes me fucking mad at you. But I can't tell you what you should do. So you, you do feel do. like black comics have an obligation no, to mention it. No. I don't think you have an obligation. What I wonder is, why are you up there being so happy? What, what are you so happy for? It's right. just, it, it's it's just fake. Escape. Why it's does it fake. bother you? It's an escape. You know, and, that's, and that's fine. I got to get away for a while. You know, and, that's, and that's fine. I don't have any problem I with mean, that. As comics, we're all trying to approach our uniqueness and our right. own voice. Yeah. Um, so if you have a comic that's just not there yet and couldn't yeah. articulate it well enough and it wouldn't be funny and the fear of it not being funny is enough not to say it. Yeah, and, and I don't get me wrong. That's what I say. It's not for me to tell you not to. Sure. It doesn't mean I'm happy with it. And I'm not going to What be. are I'm you not, happy with, right? I'm with that. See, that's, you, do the, you do that a lot. You, to you? You, you? you will say me, that's it. What are you? I don't have to define my happiness to you. No. I don't have to define my happiness to anybody. I know what I'm happy and what I'm not happy in. I'm just looking for an example. I don't have to give you an example. No, but I'm asking for one. I don't have to give you one, though. So you why, one? why should I have to give you an example of what makes me happy? I don't have to do that. I don't have to give you an example. Me saying, yeah, I'm happy in something should be enough for you. I don't have to give you an example of anything. I don't have to give you an example of comedians that I like. If I say, look, I don't like X comedian, I don't like this comedian, you ask me, what comedians do you, do you like? I don't have to give you examples of that. I no, don't I mean, you don't have to. Have but to. You do not then have to. Don't ask me. If I want you to, if I say, just because I'm saying I don't like something, I don't have to then counterbalance it with, with, I do like this thing. That it's just to have a scale. Any, just for my edification. Why do, why do you need a scale? No, I don't need one. I'm just exactly. One. I think some of that is just conversation too. Sure. I don't want to have the conversation. <laughs> That's the thing. You I don't heard wanna, it here first. He's not I don't want to have the conversation. Right. <laughs> you know? So when I hear when I hear comics on stage, um, or not even so much on stage, particularly that, that Thursday night after this was all happening, and and people on stage are talking about nothing, and are happy with it. I'm like, I, I mean, I guess it's a struggle to kind of but figure not, out what to I'm talk not, about. But I, I mean, I'm guess okay. But that's I'm not happy. I'm not going to be happy. But that's fine. So what do have what you, you do? So what have you been doing on stage? Oh, but my act already deals with black stuff. Sure, my act already deals with that. So I don't have to go out of my way to try to find other things to talk about. My have, act already deals with. But it. do you have you added anything to it? Have you written anything for it? Yeah. But my act already, like I said, my act already deals with that sure, kind of stuff. Sure, So it would fit in. So I don't really have to then say, let me go add something else. Right. 
my my thing is, do I even want to do comedy? Right. Me and Chelsea talked about that. Funny. Chelsea was saying how after the uh, Chelsea Short, yeah, after the after the killing in Orlando, how she just didn't want to do comedy. Her act deals with gay stuff, so she doesn't have to go then turn around and write more gay stuff. Right. Because her act already deals with things about being gay. The first time but I the w- thing is, do I want to be funny? That's that's well, that's I think those thing. things that one feeds the other. So. Right. If you have an act that doesn't deal with that stuff, then you don't have to ask yourself that question as strongly. Because if, you, if you're saying, I don't feel funny, I don't want to be funny, it's because you're going to literally go on stage and talk about these things. Right. If you're going to go on stage and talk about... Not that. Uh, absurdist stuff or just slice of life stuff that doesn't deal with that, you don't have to ask yourself that question. Right. You, you, you still say, I don't really feel funny, but you don't have to literally confront what you're not feeling funny right. about right. in your act. So. It's not like the person you see on stage who you get mad at even had to have that conversation with himself. Yeah. You know, which is fine because that's just, and they're not going to rewrite their act or, or do something that they've never done before necessarily that night on stage. They might, they might, they might do it. They might succeed with it. They might find a new angle on, on, they might find a new worldview that informs their act. But that night at an open mic, for me, it's like, well, what's this person supposed to do? Either not sign up or do what, go on stage and do what you think they should be talking about because the other option is they can just be themselves too. Yeah. The only reason yeah. I was even there was because I had a show that I was getting ready for. Right. That's the only reason I was even there. Other than that, I wouldn't have gone because I didn't feel funny literally at all. But, but I was like, okay, I got to go. I got to go get reps in because I got the show coming. So, yeah, But ha- like I said, my act already encompasses that, that type of stuff. So, so I don't have to write anything else. And when I do write something else, it'll, it'll come. Right right. It'll come if it, come, if it comes. I, I'm not the one who sits actively says I'm going to write about this. I want to make this really horrible thing I've funny. I've never been that I've never been that person. No. I write about the thing that I think is that I think is funny. I so the it came up for me pretty quickly cuz like I had a show on Friday and Jason Memes was headlining someone who really does bring a lot of his thoughts from his head mm-hmm. into his stage mm-hmm. presence without really planning it or not planning it. Someone also who has as a young a black man with kids like young black three boys. Right, three boys who's been very vocal on facebook about his feelings so i see him at the show and i'm like i'm so curious what your game plan is going to be today and he's and he and i both it would have been our first time on stage since the horrific acts Mm -hmm. um so he was like i was like i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna bring it up i kind of have something i'm thinking if it comes out it comes out but i don't think i'm going to and i was like are you going to have you thought about it and he said that he had thought about it and that he wasn't sure and that um, he wasn't feeling very funny. Yeah, none of us, none right. of us are feeling, we talked about that, especially most black men. There was a right. lot of, a lot of us talking to each other. Hey man, how you feeling? You feeling okay? <laughs> Not funny. How you feeling? You feeling good? All of us were talking to each other like that. Right. All of us were checking in. What was nice with, though. Like mental health. But then Saturday when I got to the improv, I just plugged in and did my act. And I talked about black stuff in my act because that's what I do. Right. You can't. But it's it not out. my whole act. No. But I can I can make a whole act about that if I want to, if I wanted to, sure. But the stuff I talk about is just, uh, I guess, slice of life stuff. That's right. just, my slice of life is I am a black man and this is this, the things I encounter. I don't run from that. A lot of black male comics do run from that. Mm-hmm. I don't respect that. I do not. Why are you running from that? That's what you are. That would be like a woman running away from being a woman. I don't like when women feel women feel this force of, 
I can't go on stage and talk about women, woman things. I don't like that. But a counterpoint to that, though, yeah. is you just said you're not the type to just literally say, I'm going to write about this and write about yeah. this. I'm just going to write what, what I feel. No, right? no, no, no. I don't sit down and say, I'm going to write about this bass with flowers in it. Right, right, right. Right? But I don't say something funny happens with this bass with flowers in it, and then I say, oh, I can't write about that because... I don't write about basses with flowers. X thing. I don't like that. Right. But that, and I know black I know black men who do that, and the reason why they do that is because they don't want to upset white audiences, or they don't want to set they don't well, want to upset they don't want to yeah. upset bookers. But or I don't, the broader thing of, of I don't like that. of how you view risk as a comic. What yeah. risks do you take? Right, but I but I don't think that women don't talk about female things for the same reason. They don't women don't talk about women things in comedy because it's going to upset people. Well, I have There's known women who that. do that. <laughs> I have known women because it's going to upset people. It's not about upset. It's not about upset. It's about if I talk about this, an audience won't like me, or if I talk about this, a club booker won't book me. So, or I'll just be one of the guys. It's the same. It's a similar have, thing. I've known women right. who have done. It. It's the similar thing that black men go through. I've known black men who are like I've had black men tell me that. Oh, you shouldn't talk about this thing. Older black headlines when I first started. You right. shouldn't talk about this thing because. Uh, uh, they won't book you because they think you're deaf. They think you're a deaf jam. Kind I of. used to feel this way. I used to I'm feel like, like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna yeah. talk about what I want to talk about. If I think it's funny, I'm gonna talk about it. I just think the whole concept of I'm not going to write about this is incredibly stifling to the entire creative process. So I used to feel that way. Like I'm not gonna talk about female topics because I want to be seen as a comic, not a female comic. Different. That's why I did it. But the whole oh, I don't. I used to look at comedy, the topics of jokes as a, a Venn diagram of like things that women talk about, things that men talk about, and I only want to live on the side of what men are talking about. I don't. I want to take out this entire female circle right. because that will show you that I don't need to write jokes about this because I'm a comic. I'm not a female comic. Mm-hmm. But but the default comic in that scenario is male comedy. Is male comedy, yeah. which but it's it, the deeper issue when you think about comedy and what am I going to write about? What topics won't I write about is stifling to the process mm-hmm. and eventually doesn't even matter because funny is funny. So who well, cares what, what the topic is about? Yeah, And that's, that's, that's the thing. That's why I don't respect people who actively make a plan. It's just, to a, say, it's just a, a, a new comic I'm philosophy. I'm not I think. going to, I'm not going to do this. I, maybe because I was older when I started, but I already had a mindset of when somebody told me that I was like, listen, I already at the time I was 30, I was in my thirties. Yeah. Like, I'm a black man at right. this time, whatever, whatever that may be. I'm not going to run away from, from talking about these particular things because an audience, it's my job to make it acceptable to the, not acceptable, but to make it understandable or relatable to the audience. That's my job. Right. As the person on stage, but that goes with any jokes. Now, here's what the conversation you and I are having: white male comics don't have to have it all. No, and <laughs> I was saying, not just not enough male, white do, male though. comics. There's, the, there's, yeah. there's, the, there's uh, all levels have something of. I'm gonna be not the. I'm gonna be because because it goes into hacky ultimately. Like everyone's talking about that. I'm gonna so even I don't want to talk about dating or relationships because every comic does that I, there's plenty of white comics who okay do so that. think of, so think about those kind of think about that yeah but now tack on to and i don't want to talk about and i can't talk about being Race, a black man right. and i can't talk about so tack that so that's yet another level and then if you're a woman it's and, it's, I, and I gotta talk about this you know and then the <laughs> well, level what the, can the i stakes, talk the about stakes keep going up and, well, uh, ultimately, and, uh, and then you have audience fear of just black men, <laughs> just 
just a black man. I'm in fucking Idaho being being myself. I pointed that out once. I got you're a black man talking about being a black man because right. like there are black men that don't talk about Idaho? that and they just like they huh. they kill. But you're they, the exactly. Only, you're the only but, maybe the only black person in the room. Yeah. And if you do a post show, go to a bar thing. You're the only black person. Yeah. At the bar. And, yeah. Which I never did. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going out with you. Yeah. No. Come up to the show. Nope. No. No. That's a that's a, a thing. Uh, I've pointed this out on the thing on Facebook once. The black comic in a white room. A lot of it is, hey, I'm not that threatening. Like that's kind of right. the undertone. I think in a white comic in a black room, a lot of it is, hey, I'm not that soft. Right. Like there's there's a the kind of a I sort to, of play it up. Yeah, you have to go against this type that the audience has. Which is why a guy like Bill Burr, I've always felt he transcends. It's not about transcending. It's when you're a white comic and you're amongst a certain element of black people. Um, think Chris Rock's audience or even Steve Harvey's, Harvey's audience, or Kevin Hart's black audience. Black audience is like that. If you are yourself and you are funny, you will win. Right. Authenticity. Be yourself. Because there's nothing that there's nothing that black people can't stand is there's somebody up there talking about dragons for no reason. But at so all. that's that's but <laughs> that actually that it, Andy does Andy does well in black audiences. Alessandro does well I in do black fine. audiences. Yeah. They're they're themselves. Just be yourself. And talk about because they talk about they talk about real things. If you're talking, if they're talking about nothing. Black people ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> Black people want to be reminded of things they already know. To talk about nothing. I don't want to hear you talking about nothing. Talk about something. Talk about something that. No. That absurd black absurd things for black people are things about absurdity absurdity going on a date with somebody. I think Dion Cole has a great joke where he he drops the girl off and he's got to. Uh, she lives in a hood, and he's he does the whole act out where he opens up the car, and she's getting out. She got to walk to her door. He's I would walk you to you, and he's he keeps adjusting his mirrors because he's looking at the people all around the car. Right. I would walk you to your car, but I don't want to <laughs> just leave my car here. And oh my <laughs> good luck, and it's a great joke. It's an exaggeration of a of a true thing. Right, that's comedy, <laughs> you know. But that it goes back to what we were talking about just before about how you pick what you're going to talk about. Like if you're going from it, from a topic based um, system, you're going to stifle yourself. But if you find things that represent your humor, doesn't really matter what the topic is because it, it's an example of your humor. It's authenticity. Yeah. I just talk. I watched some more as a female comic destroy talking about, had air quotes lady things i don't or care Cheryl Underwood, right destroy talking the, about lady things. It, it started from a place of like i would personally turn off my hearing would shut off immediately listening to some female on stage and i hear the like a keyword like any of those words be good comics though so but that's why i was like i want to be the comic i want to see right that's where yeah. it started but it doesn't matter now. Like yeah. that's you. Like you said, you can't hide who you are. Some of the comics that you that you put on that pedestal of don't like do the, that. doing it the right way. In my and then opinion, you see them, and then you see them. You know, a few years later, and you know, Pat Oswalt's talking about his kid a lot. Right. Talking about family shit. And Pat Oswalt makes fun of himself for being who he is. Yeah, and now. he no no right. not not now for being who he was. Right. Like he does a great joke about. Um, he was Chad, where Chad had this thing. Chad's listening right now. If he didn't like, Chad didn't like music that you listen to, oh, socks. Yeah. <laughs> he would 
tell you. He'd be mad at you. Yeah, he'd be mad at you because you don't like oh, you don't fuck. like this. You song. like Nickelback? Yeah, or like you like music. you like music? Right. You know, and Patton was the same. You don't. He's like, I'd get in your face. You don't even know, man. He's like, now yeah. I'm like, there's music I don't listen to. I remember one time Chad. <laughs> I think he was that's some girl. He was. I don't know if he was dating her or just he was talking to her. He might not remember this, but I remember he was relaying the story back to us, and like she was kind of younger, a few years younger. Yeah. And she'd never heard of like Pearl Jam or some band like that. I think it was like you know some. A good band that you're supposed to know, and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, he was so, he was just like, offended. She never I'm heard like, of fucking. What are you into? But and that's a young, that's a young dude shit. She was into like you know pop music or yeah. whatever, like Backstreet Boys type shit. And he was like, "Oh, like he couldn't be around her anymore." Yeah, kind of thing. That's young bullshit. You know what a great a great joy in life is for me is introducing someone to something that um, I know about and they don't know about. You know, uh-huh. like Remy Shan today. Yeah, I've heard of Remy Shan. Uh-uh. Try this. Try this. Oh, well, this is something. I do this like something. this. That's a great joy of mine. Is to say, oh, try or try this book or try this thing. I don't fuck with country music. I don't get mad about it. I don't give a fuck about the country music awards. I hear I hear black people complain about country music awards. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the country music awards. I don't watch. There are television shows that come on. I don't give a fuck about this. Show. I don't watch. It doesn't. It's not for me, so I don't watch. But you do get mad if you see a, a black comic on stage talking about you know during that week when everything's yeah, serious. Yeah, because it was because it was raw to me and visceral to me. So is that so? Do you put that on you for being angry? Do you put that on them? Like what? No, I put it on me. I don't put it. On, I don't so because that's, that's and by point, like, the way, they'll never see it. They'll never hear it from me. Right. And they'll never see. Because you probably it. don't like them anyway. They'll never see. No, I like I like them. <laughs> they'll never hear they from do. me. It's right. just not what they're. In. They'll never see it from All right. me. Well, her- I won't let them see it from me, and I won't let them hear it from me. I I probably won't talk to them, but that has nothing to do. because the reason why I don't talk to them is because I don't want them to see it on me. Sure. So I stay away from them. But it's only that's only out of respect to them. But I won't let them see it. Um, no, I just stay stay away and just stay away from them. But you do you do that. Go do what you do. That's fine. <laughs> go do, don't bring it near me. Go do what go you do. Go sing your country or yeah, whatever. Go, yeah, country music. That's fine. Listen to a couple of country songs. But the shit that's out now, I don't. Talk about it. my truck going to like you. That's modern country is all you about. You hear white that white shit. people complaining about rap music. I'm like, it's not for you. So could could it be? The I like fuck it. Fuck out of here. I mean, if you <laughs> like it, that's great. Ultimately, the hip hop that that we're listening to is really not. No, I, I but if you this. like it, great. <laughs> you know, it's like the white bank or the black bank. You know, these banks are for black people to come in. It's a black-owned bank and to come in and support black businesses. You want to bring your money here? Good. <laughs> bring your money here. Bring All your money here. black gangster You know banks. what it is. Bring your money here. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you have some sort of appreciation for this. I never made, I was never the comic that made fun of the white couple sitting in the black audience. I thought it was stupid. I still think it's stupid. You go to an all-black show and there's a white, there's a white couple sitting there. They didn't just fall in there on accident. White people are explorers, but they don't explore like that. They don't just fall into So what do you think brought them in there? They have an appreciation of what they're about to hear. That's why they're there. So I'm going to give it to them. Look at this faggoty-ass white guy. I'm not going to change what I'm talking about. (laughs) No. I'm going to give it to them. Well, (laughs) also, though, that's... But they came for this. That's not even... that's not even something that breaks down our racial lines. Younger comics sometimes don't know how to talk to audience. Right. And when they see as an unusual circumstance in the audience, they just go right for go, it. It's like a weird attack mode thing. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? I, I understand s- that attack mode because it's like you just, you think that it's funny. Uh, people, in a lot of the name of funny, people end up being really kind of right. 
over the line. Yeah, well, it's like the, if you're not I've used done it. to, we've all done it. If not used to audiences, sometimes I saw that happen in New York open mics a lot because there's so few real audience members that yeah. people would chase them off. Like, what are you fuck you doing here? And like chastise. Like, this is the only non comedians here. here. So, so, uh, but back, you don't have yeah. experience. If I am doing a, to if audience. I'm doing a bit that they lend themselves to, if I'm doing talking a bit about my Bring white man white, and there's a couple who are a mixed couple, I'll talk to them. Sure. Because now we now we have something to relate to, so we're talking now we're talking about we're talking about we're not really talking it's a one way conversation I mean, yeah. but we have something to re, to relate to but I've never been the I've never even understood that when comics run oh these dumb white bitch I'm like what are you doing they say that a, an audience is more fair than a judge some are I mean, some, some audiences are not some can be some aren't some are just yeah. like judges in terms of like if you're there. going into the crowd like if you ha- you got to have a reason to go in- into somebody yeah you got to finesse it right because there are people who just attack so uh For I, no reason. it was in Asheville a couple weeks ago doing shows and um there was a um there was a letter to the editor in the Mountain Express the local paper about the show uh, con- an open mic from the previous week it was a complaint that there was this couple in there from like Mississippi or something and the comics just like found out that these people were from Mississippi and started berating them. Stupid. Like three or four comics in a row like really going into them and making them feel unwelcome and uncomfortable and eventually forced them out of the show after yeah. like three or four comics. Open micers. And that this the, is an open mic. Right? And, that the, and that the crowd was on the side of the comics. Yeah. Um, but the people that wrote the letter were not that Mississippi couple, but and they were also like appalled at comics and audience alike for making this Mississippi couple feel so unwelcome. And in my head, when I read, I, at first I'm like, okay, it's an open mic, so these people are really going over the line with this mm-hmm. couple. But then when I hear that the audience was on the side of the comics, I'm thinking that there's more to the story. And I asked yeah. comics that were there, I was like, do you guys remember this? Because there is an, a letter in the editor about it. And so this Mississippi couple the comics found out they were from Mississippi because they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. They were they were heckling and disrupting, and that's why the audience was on their well, side. That has nothing to do with Mississippi. No, it doesn't. But like, <laughs> that has to do with. But the article asshole. was presented about how yeah. the article was like mad at people, like comics, audience, everybody for making right. these people feel unwelcome in a town that is quite welcoming. Um, well, audience is going to misinterpret. Yeah, a lot. Like you sure. can have a joke that let's say your joke is about, um, let's say your joke is about police brutality. It's a really good joke about it, and one of the taglines is some kind of uh, he's over here getting a blowjob, and that gets like a big laugh, right? Someone will walk up walk up to you after the show and say, "I love that blowjob joke." They right. they you, they heard your police brutality joke, and as they a made it a blowjob, blowjob joke. joke. So they receive it and misinterpret it, and they don't understand the, the how the room because people do think that. People think comics are supposed to be like superheroes. Right. Like, you just got to go up there and get them. Right. You just got to go up there. And, who cares if they're heckling? You just got to You just gotta stop them from heckling and do your act. And so if you attack them because they've heckled three straight comics, the audience member who doesn't get it, who the letter writer, is thinking, this person doesn't know what comedy is. Right. And a guy in the audience is thinking that right. about a comedian who clearly knows more about comedy. Right. So then they write the fucking letter. I mean, there was a... I, there's a, a club booker who I, I'm Facebook friends with. He posted a couple screenshots of Yelp reviews about one show. Two different reviews from the same couple. They both Yelped. And they said, of course, their version of the story, because everyone's version of the story is going to be the one that's most favorable for them, was like, the the manager came over and he the, uh, the comedian asked a question of the audience and I answered it and the manager came over and said, don't, don't, 
answer and don't say anything, don't talk or yell out and and you know like he, I was my wife was afraid to laugh or do anything during the entire show and he ruined our experience and everyone in the crowd was yelling things out and he, he only came over to us does that make sense yeah that he just walks over to this one table one table most likely they were being rowdy they were yelling out they were disrupting interrupting and the manager came over and said you got to stop or I'm kicking you out but their interpretation was Everyone else was yelling, and he he came over to me like that's not why doesn't make any do sense. That? Right? <laughs> no why sense. would he do that? But that's how There's they no that's how they perceive that it. Yeah. Right? No so, uh, and they to went that. to Yelp with right. their one star reviews. A couple weeks ago, I did the mic, the improv mic, and I ended with a joke that is a a strong joke, but it also it's a it's a joke about how finding someone to have dinner with is difficult. Finding someone to spend the rest of your life with is a lot like figuring out what to have for dinner. Um, you'll end up regretting your decision when you decide to go with Mexican. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good closer, but sometimes Hispanic Mexican people get offended at that, and I hear the groans in that joke sometimes. Right. So I added, "Oh, is that offensive?" Indian Indian's a great backup. We're mm-hmm. not talking about people; we're talking about food, mm-hmm. right? Right, and that's how I try and lighten the offensive nature of it. But several times now, I have had. I've had a Mexican woman come up to me and I've recently had an Indian woman come up to me and say, it's not cool for you to say that in a room full of white people. I'm like, I'm still talking about food and how it upsets my tum tums. Right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm clearly not. So it's like, all right. But you're making that, con- the joke is that but you the make joke that connection. Is connection. The joke is the connection. Sure. Yeah. The joke is connection between the Mexican guy. The joke is it takes Mexican. that left turn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also clearly a joke. I feel Amy Schumer had a joke where she said something about, like, you know, she stole Mexicans it from me. Or something. It wasn't that joke, but it was something like <laughs> that, where but the, the punchline um, sort of only exists to get a laugh. It doesn't, it, you're, 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 the idea, turning away from what you're talking about. Right. And the idea is that you, at, I'm closing with it. The idea is that at that point, you know me. I have expressed myself to you well enough that you know I'm not right. really meaning that. Some I people think. don't care. It's it's some people are like, I get that it was a joke. I understand where you're coming right. from. But right. I don't like to be used as the device, the okay. comedic device. Well, we're all gonna take that. a turn being yeah. the comedic device. And also that's a short set. You don't you might not have earned their trust. That's true. But yeah. this wasn't even the chick wasn't even upset. It was a girlfriend of another comic. Oh really? The chick was not upset that I was telling she was not upset that I was telling the joke. She even came up and started with that was a great set. Uh, that joke how dare you tell that joke in a room full of white people? That was her thing. Because it's, uh, it makes her more uncomfortable when a bunch of white people laugh at the idea of sure. going with a Mexican. It's not, but uh, so I'm like, all right, look, so I didn't wake up this morning and think, hey, can we make this person uncomfortable? Like, that's not my goal in life. So I'm right. sorry if it made you uncomfortable, but I don't think that the joke is really that offensive. Well, that's a, that's, that's how she received it. So sure. what's going to happen now? It, does I walked she, away sad. Do you still do the joke? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I as a reflection of it, I'm like, okay, I've been telling that joke for a long time. I don't really like it. It's just a, it's just a joke that gets me off the stage. Sometimes it's actually one of those jokes where I never walk onto the stage and think this is going to be my closer. It yeah. usually comes out when I have more time than I thought I did, and I need mm-hmm. to to end strong. I've a, blown through all the stuff that yeah. I was going to do. Um, I. I'm not going to say I will never do that joke again because I don't want to just like take it off the list because it's a functioning joke. But I think I have grown out of that joke. 
I like to think I am now better than that joke. But so, she might have opened your eyes to that. I, it's a joke I stopped telling for a while because I got it before. And Herbie and I, you know, I have a boyfriend who's a comic. We have a lot of philosophical discussions about this. Like, if you're going to say something a little testy, you right. have to be able to stand behind it. Like, you're going to get opposition. It's okay to get opposition. But do you have a response? Do you have a defense for the joke? Or are you just going to get trampled by whoever has a problem with it right so um as long as you can defend it you can say it um but i don't really w- want jokes that i need to defend in that manner i don't really like that so and right right are the jokes exactly yeah and i and like i said i feel like i've i feel like i've gotten over it and there over are, that there joke. are so many ways to make fun of mexican people <laughs> yeah yeah you, can, you don't have to you can you can write a hundred more like yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it's yeah it's a really it's a really old joke and i rest on it too much anyway so but i still didn't appreciate it was like oh well you got defensive because someone's someone someone got defensive with me and they wanted to tell me about it and how many times does that happen when nobody says something they just feel that way layers of defensiveness right maybe she has a point Maybe, maybe you. We maybe, didn't really have time to talk about it at right. length, but um, I. But whatever. Well, the, go the back seed, and examine your joke. The seed she planted may have grown into something, and also, yeah. uh, maybe because you have done the joke for a long time, you're not your heart's not in it. Maybe the way you deliver it, right, doesn't give the crowd confidence in what you're saying. Absolutely, and, and especially sometimes if you just really fucking sell it, they're like, oh, okay, we feel better now. Mm-hmm. Like you know. I said, I've already added the tag. Like, oh, I sense that some of you are offended, so here's like. A more joke right to show yeah. to point repoint out to you that we are still joking right yeah, that was I, the that was the origi- original solution to the joke because i talk about i mean i talk about stuff that's heavier sometimes i i always try to make sure there's a logic right and i don't because i what i call that is i call it jumping into punchline land Sometimes you have a topic you're on, and you're like, "I just need a punchline." You just go off topic to just pull out a punchline like, from anywhere. Yeah, the blowjob, the the right. you know, whatever, the hey blowjob reference, right? Or whatever, right? And sometimes jumping in the punchline lane, you you lose the point of what you're talking about. You lose the plot, sort of. So, but you needed to laugh, and right? So, what's what does one have to do with the other? And so, if you stay on topic, for me, if my bit has a, an internal logic to it. Which that's kind of how I think anyway. I'm almost, I'm almost, I'm winning arguments in my head. That's what my bits are. People say this, society says this. Nuh-uh, and here's my take on it. Sure. So if someone does say I don't like that, I'll, I have, a, I'm like, well, why not? It's completely true what I said because this, then this, then this. Each step, you shut down the each opposition line before builds it even on comes the out. other. So I try not to jump into punchline land too much, especially if it's a if it's a blowjob reference, fine. But if it's something that's potentially going to like just be a, a gratuitous offensive line. Mm-hmm. I probably have done that in the past, but I don't because I'm getting away from what I'm trying to say anyway with that. And let me just try to find a punchline within the logic of what I'm saying. Let me just find a, that would be like doing dot, dot, dot in a way that I could defend because I don't want to have to defend. And if, so, if I have to defend a joke, there's an argument laid out from start to finish in that joke because mm-hmm. that's how I think. But I have done that where I've just dipped into punchline land and thrown in, uh, you know, what he is, so and so, you know, whatever. And you can't, it's hard to defend those because it's like, well, she's probably right. It was just a, it was just an easy laugh grab. Right. Gratuitous. Yeah. Moment, yeah. You know, it actually and, is kind of exciting that I don't want to tell the joke anymore. I want to write other stuff right. instead. And for her, it's not just an easy laugh grab for you. It's, she has to watch all these white people laugh and wonder why are they laughing? Are they really laughing because the structure of the joke pulled them this way and took them that way? Or are they laughing because they have a thing with Mexicans 
Right. They like to laugh at Mexican men or, you know, something like that. That's a good point. I don't really want to get... Well, I do, I've dropped jokes. I've just dropped jokes. Because of complaints that people will say to you? Yeah. Well, not complaints. It's... Comments. No. It's... it's are their complaints valid? Sure. I ask myself that. Are their complaints valid? Do they have a valid complaint? I can't control how you hear it. Right. But are you having... I also have the thing of... Um, for me, the things I talk about are people perceiving this a certain way, and is it going to take force them to go out and repeat what I'm saying wrong? Right. Or are they understanding like, this wrong? Like Chappelle, the thing about the guy laughing too much. Exactly. Like I had that moment. Yeah. Tim Chappelle does, walked off his show for that. Tim does a joke where he says, "I have no qualms talking about Tim Jones because he does, he does a joke where he says he doesn't mind when white guys say nigga if they say nigga right. I mind." <laughs> There's no way you you know you better be talking in context, but if you just like to say nigga for no reason, but Tim, it doesn't bother Tim, right? But it bothers me, so that's not a joke I would do, right? Because I don't want somebody white thinking, oh, this Randolph Terrence said it was okay for me to say nigga, so now I'm gonna go and say nigga. I'm not about to allow that. I say nigga on stage a couple of times. I've written some jokes lately about it. But again, it's one of the things I talk about being a black man. It's it's the thing about how I was told we couldn't say it growing up in my house. We weren't allowed because my father has gone through real, like every 74-year-old black man has gone through real racism. You weren't allowed to say it again in my house. But we heard it all the time because they said it all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. But we weren't allowed to say it. That's a funny thing. That's a funny concept for me. To get admonished for something. That, when they're that they can't do. Yeah. And I say it still happens now. My dad doesn't, not now, you still can't say it to him. Right. He'll say it occasionally, but we can't say it. But he never called us that. He never called us that. Never called his sons that. Never called my cousins that. Never. Oh, you little niggers. He never said that to any of us. Not us, but he has said it about other people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a dear. great deal. So I don't, I don't, that's part of the bit that I do. It's a longer bit. But I and Andy's helped me work on it a little bit to try to sharpen it up a little bit. But I I want to get my thoughts on the N word on stage. Well, that's true. <laughs> I can't do it myself. So I have a different experience. I won't tell you not to do it, but I won't do it. Right. Because I'm not fin to have somebody come up to me after the show and start throwing the nigger jokes at me. Oh my god! I'm um, just happy if people want to acknowledge my presence after a show. Somebody was saying who was um, Gaffigan on Comedians and Cars was saying how people come up to him afterwards after shows and want to tell him racist Say jokes. Say ser- terrible things, right. yeah. And when he was like, what the, what the fuck are you doing, man? Right. Yeah, well, Andy talks about how white guys out of nowhere it. will just want to start wanting to say nigga around you and you're like, what the fuck are you, what is it about me that they makes don't even you think vet I'm you. cool with They this? don't vet you at all. They just, <laughs> yeah. you just fit their description of, oh, right. hey, I can say racist shit around this guy. We're both white. Right. I, for me, when the crowd, when someone in the crowd, it's rare, but if someone in the crowd comes up to me afterwards or during the show, during the set, I always replay the moment. I forget which special it's on. One of Chris Rock's specials where he says something. Shut the, up. And the crowd groans or whatever. And he says, boo all you want. You, you know, know I'm, I'm right. right. Yeah. To me, it's like, if I know I'm right, if there's a logic, if there's like, if the bit has yeah. an airtight beginning, middle, end, each mm-hmm. thought builds on the next one with some punchlines, then yeah, it made you uncomfortable. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. Yeah. I, do, I do that. Yeah. I but do that I, too. I mean, I think this I is a problem, problem that, that. drawn away from the, the groans. Yeah, no, I don't. If if I've done that and I probably learned it from, from Chris Rock that it was okay to stand because I know I'm right. Right. As long I as have, you know you're right. If I'm in a if I'm in an argument with somebody about race, 
okay, about police and stuff like that, you better be fucking ready. Because I've thought about the things I'm about to say. They're not right. just spilling out of my mouth. I've put a lot of thought into this, and I'm going to stand behind the things I say, and I have many examples. To, yeah. So you better be ready, and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. It's the same way with the, with the joke. I, right. do, I used to do a joke about um, a gay... I can't remember how the joke because I don't do the joke anymore. I told some joke about gay people, but I didn't, I didn't in no way make fun of gay people. Right. And then a girl rushed me after oh, yeah, the yeah. show. This is in Philly. I was opening for Ted at Helium. Uh, rushes me after a show and accuses me of being homophobic. I'm like, did you listen to the joke? You just heard me say gay. And that's all you heard. You shut up. But you didn't listen to the joke. I didn't change that joke. I just stopped doing You know, sometimes at some point you just stop doing jokes. Right. I just stopped doing the joke because I grew away from the joke. Not even so much grew. I just wrote more jokes. You, you, yeah. yeah. I just wrote more jokes. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I just stopped. But I didn't. If anything, I put her into the joke. I, I had a tag now to go behind the joke. You know? I'm I like, think. Uh, so I'm like. And I, it was Ted who was like, stop talking to her. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna frustrate. Stop, you. stop talking to her. I mean, you're 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 killing yourself. Stop talking to her. We're in a city <laughs> where people are like more sensitive. Yeah, but you can call them out. We do it all the time. That's you have to. Once you call them out, you stop have that. To. Sometimes just now stop they it. laugh. Like you have to. They'll groan at, at inappropriate times for groaning, and then you make fun of that, and then they'll they'll come back. Oh, okay, now we can laugh. The improv is, the, the crowds of the improv are like that quite yeah. a bit. You call them out for a second. Like fun. sensitivity training, they've all right. been through it, so yeah. they just, they're trained and you have to retrain them. Right, yeah. and then it's fine, but they have to kind of put on the show of like, oh, I'm next to my coworkers. Oh, I don't like that joke. Yeah. And then you placate like, them, oh, you put them at ease. It. Right, you have, yeah, you yeah. have to. You <laughs> actually have to. Stop Yeah, I, last night at Big Hunt, I had a, it was a good riff. It got good laughs, but the crowd groaned for no reason on something, and I just made fun of that. And I was like, it was like a dumb like sex joke, or whatever. I was like, really, that's too far. To the idea of people having sex, you know, we're talking about online <laughs> right. dating here. Mm. And so once I pointed it out and made fun of that, it was like a relief. It was like, oh yeah, okay, we'll laugh at that. Yeah, mm. it's almost like there's so much pressure, and then you just have to you just have to release that pressure, right. that that right. tension, and then then their hearts can re-expand. Right. Right. But you have to learn that. You have to fail at that a lot before right. you learn that. Right. You have to fail at that a lot. You right. got to well, be clumsy about it. You either fail even, at it or you watch people who who do, do it, it. taking it under my life. Right. People don't watch people anymore. Right. But then even after <laughs> even after you can get accustomed to that to releasing that pressure, you're still you still might cross a line if you're mm-hmm. not if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. A, a perceived line for this perceived. Now you got to ask yourself, uh, who, who put these lines down? Where are these lines? They've they've are come up playing, out of nowhere because I feel like Carlin these? didn't have them. Are we playing? Oh, he had them. Oh, he got. He was <laughs> he plenty, of, plenty of lines. <laughs> he just didn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. But is, people applauded him for it. You decide now. Well, later. Sure. <laughs> not in the moment. Sure. Later. Once he built his audience. It's like people who talk fun. about how they love Martin Luther King now. I'm like, really? Because you wouldn't have when you you had been there. Or after Muhammad Ali died, oh, we love we the goat greatest of all time. He's he stood on his political principles, really, because you wouldn't have liked him if you were there. Mm-hmm. You would not have liked. Or if him. someone did that now. It's the same thing with Carlin. I mean, know? these 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 women who wore t-shirts, these basketball players. Oh, these t-shirts. heathens! How many of those cops praised Muhammad Muhammad Ali? Right. I bet all of them did. <laughs> right. On some level, like, oh, he's just a principled man, you know? How or how many cops in general who hated the display of those t-shirts praised Muhammad Ali? Right. But then these athletes do something not even not even close to the level of what Ali did, right. which is which is you know jeopardizes his whole life, his job, his career, everything, 
And they can't even handle the sight of these right. women wearing T-shirts. But in the meantime, Ali's so great. Martin Luther King was a rebel. Right. You know, he wasn't this, I mean, granted, nonviolent, turn the other cheek and all that, which is kind of the narrative now, but he rebelled. That's that's why he got killed. Well, somebody put a thing so, up the, someone put a thing up the other day. It's six lies about Muhammad Ali that, or about Martin Luther King people need to quit telling. Right. The big one is uh, the mayor of Atlanta, Kasim, whatever his last name is, the mayor of Atlanta, black guy, he said, oh, Martin Luther King would have never closed down a street. Yeah, and there's like, pictures of him. That's him. patently false. Right. Are you stupid? Yeah. Why would you say something so stupid? Well, people, well, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, I could see, I could see Bill O'Reilly saying, "Yeah, Martin Luther King would never be a member of Black Lives Matter." I'm like, are you kidding? He was the founder of Black Lives Matter of his time. Right. He founded it, founded it, ran it, <laughs> was in charge of it, got killed for it. Are you stupid? People use Martin Luther King now to uh, to defuse to, black people to stifle rebellion. Right. They'll say, "Be more like Martin Luther King." He was the ultimate rebel. Rebel, right. <laughs> People don't get that. I mean, yeah. Malcolm X might have been more on the militant side, so he might get more of that rebel sort of trademark. But Martin Luther King put himself out there as a rebel. And before before he got shot, he was, he was being fucking... He had the CIA trying to convince him to kill himself. All phones at all hotels where he the ever FBI stayed. FBI tapping were his tapped. phones. Maybe it was the FBI trying to get him to kill himself. They sent them letters like, we're going to expose your affair. Uh, you maybe they kind of hinted at ending it yeah. you know and even just in a general sense he got stabbed by a black woman actually kind of a crazy woman she stabbed him uh back back in the 50s she, he was like doing some kind of thing and she came up and stabbed him he's putting himself out there right as a guy who might attract you know nefarious elements that's not a guys we should all just sit down and right. talk but that's what people say like hey, right. guys be more like dr king sit down and talk it's, it's like, like the memory of russ green set Right, <laughs> totally different. Not, that's what? not what happened. Yeah. I was right there. So when a guy, when the mayor of Atlanta, who's a black man, who says Martin Luther King would never, would never, I'm like, are you? You literally just told a lie. Would never what now? You literally just told a lie, so that you would not be inconvenienced. Nah. You just told a lie. Why? Why? Why would I then going forward trust you with anything? You just, for no reason you told a lie. What'd you tell this lie for? It's shit like that. Is, and people do that all the People do it all the time and people get away with it. You know, they, they will twist, twist things that are factual. Just whoop. Right. <laughs> all right. We're at hour 13. Should hour we, 13. Uh, should we oh, get man. off on anything? Do we want to talk about anything else? The... I don't think we. Anyone playing we, Pokemon? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing Pokemon. I did read a good article about how Pokemon is going to get black people killed. You want to go down that road? I saw that. No. <laughs> uh, the the tenor who sang "All Lives Matter" at the All Star game. What? <laughs> Canada has these guys. They're called the the four tenors. Oh my god! And uh, they had they sang the Canadian national anthem at the baseball All Star game. And there's one part where this guy does like a little solo line before the others come in and harmonize and. He changed the lyrics of their national anthem to say "All Lives Matter." Oh my God! And they kicked him out. <laughs> they kicked him out of the band, or whatever they are—not a band. And then he had this like this heartfelt apology on fucking Facebook because his job is over now. And they can't. There's no other four tenors that are hiring. You know? <laughs> this is your one chance. Here's the the Joe, video. This time we ask that you please rise and kindly remove your hats. First, we honor Canada with the singing of the Canadian National Anthem. Here to perform O Canada, please welcome the tenors. 
Like, really, couldn't they have gotten Alanis Morissette or somebody? Aren't there better Canadians? Would have been too yes. ironic. The tenors. Yes. Couldn't bring Drake in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd sing. Auto-tune. Oh, Canada. Classic boys to men situation. Mm-hmm. People go see the tenors in concert? No. I'm probably in Canada. Yeah. I mean, it sounds lovely. Does it, though? It does. Here we go. This ugly voice. Christ. Oh, God. By the way, oh my all those lines were changed. We're all brothers and sisters. That's not part of the anthem either. He changed that whole They rewrote section. the Canadian <laughs> National Anthem. Oh, he rewrote the Canadian National Anthem. The other guys were like, they, they came out immediately like, um, that was a lone wolf. They called him a lone wolf. <laughs> like he was a terrorist. <laughs> and we are like now known as the three tenors. <laughs> three tenors. We'll have a new one soon. Yeah. But three, for the moment, three we're three tenors. tenors. Wolf. That was guerrilla vocal terrorism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they called it, they said he's a lone wolf. We didn't know he was going to do that. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. He's out of the group. And Canada, perform with Canada's like, eh, we don't yeah. <laughs> we're not getting involved. Whatever. <laughs> we kind of liked it. <laughs> And then the uh, the tenors the tenors member Remigio or Miguel Pereira is officially apologizing for altering the lyrics to "O Canada," uh, which by the way, no one in the crowd knew the lyrics. Yeah, it's not like he was changing "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Yeah, he's right. changing nobody the Canadian knows, national knows anthem. Lyrics. This ain't Canada, baby. Yeah, he's you know, he's like, I just wanted to make sure you were all awake. I was. This is a very boring song. I wanted to make sure. Uh, while singing a solo verse of the anthem, he oh changed the lyrics. With glowing yeah. hearts, this, this is the actual line. With glowing hearts, we see thee rise, the true north, strong and free. To we're all brothers and sisters. All lives matter to the great. He also held up a sign bearing the message "All lives matter" on one side, and united we stand on the other side, while standing alongside his fellow tenors on Are the field. Kiss? I didn't know he had a sign. Oh my gosh! Oh, Trying to raise a daughter. No. No. She doesn't want to. Say? Joke. Yeah, I thought you have a joke. You have a joke? What? My ninja one? Yeah. You already told that one on air, but you can tell it again. Come tell it. Bye. <laughs> we got a joke. <sighs> what do ninjas like to eat for dinner? What? They like to eat pork chops. Uh-huh. Get it? <laughs> well, I think we get it. Thank <laughs> you. That's awesome. <laughs> Now, I would have changed the words on that joke to include <laughs> yeah. some kind all of all lives, lives matter. matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do ninjas like to eat for dinner? All the things. All lives matter. <laughs> all foods matter. All foods matter. So this guy... Uh, they chop all foods. Get that, it? Well, that's like my bit. I have a bit that <laughs> is like that. Not all lives. It's not all lives related. <laughs> this is the lone wolf tenor on his emotional Facebook Oh, my God. Listen to this, dude. Oh, he's talking. Yeah. To communicate with each and every one of you. What's he look like? All, all, all ears case. matter. Look like his voice. Family. Yep. Um, and countrymen and women. Countrymen country and women. For changing. <sighs> Canadian national. What about country women? Um, they just said the people of the country. On behalf of all lives matter. Apology not accepted. Revered. Uh, it has a lot of history. He looks behind. shook. <laughs> uh, hunted, uh, despised. In no shape or form was I intending to disrespect. What was um, your intention then? What was the intention? There's something going uh, on. This is a five minute video. We're not gonna watch all of it. No. There's something going on where there are people who all lives matter up a situation to shut uh, Black Lives Matter up. There are other people 
who all lives matter up a situation because they actually think that's a nice sentiment yeah. without even knowing the, what the fuck they're we're doing. all the same yeah. like you have no idea what we're talking he about he may have actually had that sentiment like or but maybe he felt he, strong enough to change the lyrics and go rogue and put it on a sign too put it on he a should sign. run with Palin on a ticket yeah yeah. and now I think maybe maybe he had um, the first angle where he's trying to shut up Black Lives Matter maybe he had the second angle where he, th- he thinks he's being altruistic but what we do know is he's out of a job. Yeah, his girl probably <laughs> left him. Like you know, there's his three other tenors. I could, be, I could be fucking lots of tenors. Yeah, he's also yeah. a weird flat earther. Yeah, he has like a flat earth. Thinks thing. the earth is flat. He believes. Oh, he, that's a those, oh, God, you know what it is. He breathes with his mouth. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> I love that. He basically he's an, uh, a flat earther. Yeah, everything, everything I'm you can think is wrong. You're trying to talk about Ursher or something? Anti <laughs> vacciner, flat earther, <laughs> whatever. He doesn't believe in, in, in gravity. He believes or you should go on the gold standard. Oh, everything you can think is wrong. He's anti evolution. This fucking guy. Yeah, this is fucking guy. The Earth's only five thousand years old. Actually, four thousand. No, three thousand. I think everybody that doesn't believe in evolution should get stranded on Galapagos Island. <laughs> this fucking guy. He uh, he believes every email forward that he yeah. ever received. <laughs> Anything he gets. He sent he sent money to Siberia. Yeah, he's, he's got all these Nigerian princes. Oh my god! Financing. On Instagram, he posted a photo of the Earth as a f- as flat with the message "Planet or ball." Use your own intelligence senses and don't just blindly accept your own things. intelligence Ask senses. Them. Uh, oh comma senses. Okay. Oh my, okay. uh, ask questions. Our view of the world will dictate our children's future. Well, time is a flat disc. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> Watching a television. He also believes in 4D. Television yeah. program influences viewers to believe and reflect on what the program wants you to believe in order to benefit the programmer. That's funny because you went on TV with your own message. Right. Like, nah, either. dude, you you yeah. got your message time. Like, nobody yeah. has to listen to on a word that you say no, now. Don't bash, don't bash television for planting messages. I mean, nobody was watching it because it was the Canadian National Anthem. Yeah. Do your own research. By the way, this is the that That's line. Terrible. Do your own research. That's how you know, especially in the in the that days he did of not. people throwing out stats about. Black no, Lives but that's Matter the thing. Shit. That's the that's the I'm full of shit. That's the line. yeah. That's the I'm full of shit. People thing who claim to do their own research believe every meme they everything. See. They don't do any research. Yeah, they, they just let the yeah. information come to them. And when you right. say something, it's that, not even information. They just meme. When you say yeah. something they disagree with, they'll tell you you got to do some research. Right. I've seen so many crazy. What are you talking about? Nut job Facebook say posts where the person says. Do your research. Do your own research. Like, what does that mean? Go to Google. Right. That means decide your own religion for yourself. That's that's right up there with uh, black people don't care about black on black crime. What about Chicago? Do your own research. Like you can you can I need to do my own research. You could do one Google step right and find many marches, many speeches, right, many people talking in the communities. You can do that. It's not even a, it's not even a hard step where people say Sharpton never talks about about Chicago. Are like are you kidding? Sharpton's there this weekend probably. Right. He right. goes there all the time. Right. It's that's a that's not even a hard Google search. But I need to do my research. Do your own research. Okay. Which is by the way, all that means is Google something that agrees with what I just posted. <laughs> right. That's Say something saying. that relates to what I just right. said. Do your own research. Yeah. Right. I'm actually, I was thinking about doing this. Maybe I'll oh, do he's it fucking done. next week. Uh, I was going to post um, a Black Lives Matter, like the, the picture maybe making my, just as an experiment to see how many comments down I'll get in All Lives Matter. On your, I, on your page, I don't know. I, so I'm curious. My page will be nut. I don't on have your, a lot of nut cases. I don't have a lot yeah. of crazies from the old days on my Facebook page uh, as friends. But I do have a couple. Mm-hmm. I have. I definitely have a couple that you know. I've taken. I've unfollowed. I think we should put you on it. I already have 
my I changed my profile pic to Black Lives Matter comments? a week ago. How many comments? Zero comments. Okay, well, yeah. that's interesting. Uh, three, maybe four likes. And I had a, a comment previously that got up to 70, and it was nonsense. I actually remember thinking this. <laughs> um, hang on, I'm going to find it. I'm going to pull it up. Um, okay. I thought this was getting like 50 likes, man. So Stupid Facebook. I had a... Um, yeah, my on. Facebook page is too clear now. Yeah. For that. I've seen some other people's Facebooks where they like first comment. So so have I, yeah. First I, I talked I talked to I talked about Liz it. Liz Mealy had that. She okay. Also, I talked to her about it. Yeah. Did you see the comments? Okay. Yeah. So I I, I I decided to put something up that um expressed how I was feeling about what was going on. It was also my birthday. So I posted today is my birthday, but I'm more enraged by the systematic targeting and senseless deaths of black lives and I am happy to be celebrating my own. Okay. Uh, that got 72 likes, six comments, and a share. Okay. I changed okay. my Facebook picture. It's like crickets. <laughs> it's like crickets. You know what? I posted it. Like That's I share it for one, and then I changed my picture, and it got, I'm sorry, nine. Nine likes, no comments. You didn't get any, you didn't get any no. people talking shit, though, so that's something. That's so, um, and when I posted the thing about my birthday, I kept waiting. I kept like this to see. bracing for impact of it, and the only thing I got was, Oh my god, happy birthday! Right. <laughs> it's I like, no, nah, dude, I have we're to not. Wait to see what happens with Chad, is because he's been wearing the shirt and he put the, he changed the picture. So I like to see what happens with him. Yeah, uh, Brianna Lux. I talked about her on my page. She put up. She just put the statement: "Black Lives Matter." That was sort of the comment: "Black Lives Matter." Right. First comment. <laughs> first Actually, comment. what I say is <laughs> all lives matter. And first comment. Right. Yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> you know. There was one other thing from a couple of weeks ago that I posted because, again, I do not get political. I really don't. But this was back with like the Orlando shooting was the prominent thing. And then I, I saw that article about how Chick-fil-A um, yeah, was donating yeah. food to the people that were um, donating blood. But yeah. Red Cross doesn't accept blood from gay gay people people. so i was like what a great way for them to make sure they were only feeding straight people (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) that's really fucking funny right so funny and then again brace for impact (laughs) brace for impact and right away someone said got mad at me how is chick-fil-a responsible for red cross not accepting gay blood i can understand criticizing the whole deal (laughs) but criticize the actual situation my response is not criticizing making an observation and a joke boo all you want and you know I'm right. You know <laughs> I'm not saying that. that I'm just saying Boo they're like, oh, we're donating food. Look at us. Yeah. See, that joke that. has a, a very specific. It has logic to it. Right. Yeah. Boo so, all you want. Yeah. You know Criticize. I'm right. No, I'm not even <laughs> criticizing. I'm making a joke. You they know are I'm literally right. only feeding straight people. Well, it's funny because right. it's true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah. So what they're doing is they're trying. They're trying to say Red Cross, uh, not taking gay blood. Outranks <laughs> Chick Fil A, not taking gay, not right. going against gay marriage. Also giving, yeah, giving money. Yeah, going against. <laughs> to, gay, so that, that what they want you to say is, like, please acknowledge that Chick Fil A is not as bad as Red Cross because you right. said Chick Fil A was worse, and I interpreted it as that right. they're both anti-gay. What's and the, what's and not only that, I also got somebody commenting, um, a gay lady, a lesbian defending chick-fil-a oh, God. um because it's, she it is said delicious. well it's all it's all, the only thing is that she said um that like the stores themselves the store managers are good people so like whoever was donating blood or donating food was because the store managers are good people i'll say this about chick-fil-a 
whenever I go in there. It's delicious chicken. They're super friendly. No, yeah. No, um, yes. They're, yeah, they're like, it's a Christian organization. Sure. So I guess they, they push that. Also, um, this, which is weird in this area. I've said this before. You know how... You can tell how far into the country you've gone by how many like white kids are working at Seven Eleven and mm-hmm. fast food places. Because that's all there is. Because generally in more cities, it's more like you know people who aren't brown speaking people. English very well, brown people, immigrants. Chick Fil A, even here, it's a bunch of like white kids. Right. How do they do that? How do they even? Do they just not hire minorities? You go to church. Is it church? You, you, you get hired to. You and some black kids too, but you Americans. hire to the church. You hire yeah. to the church. Oh, mm-hmm. is that how they, they hire to the yeah. church? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's all. It's all. Yeah, yeah. Because it's native English speakers. Because it's a Christian organization, so yeah. you tell the church, "Hey, in the summertime, you tell your kids to come, come work for us." Yeah. And oh, okay. And then, <laughs> so but, if, but if some if some uh, Latina woman shows up with an application, they just don't hire her. Probably. I don't know. I don't know how many people like that are actually, area, or how many Latina people are actually going in there with applications. Like, I want not. to work here. I don't know. They may have a pipeline that they don't need people to come in. They're very strong Christians, Catholics. And a that's, lot of that makes that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, that makes a big I don't know. Because if you go, it's just in this area. If you go in some other area, everyone's going to be a white kid at working at a fast food place. But in this area, it's all, almost all. It's a very large percentage of people who are not native English speakers Probably immigrants. And you when, go to we, when we come from, it's all Mexican kids working at As, fast food. Yeah. I mean, I check I check Craigslist for service but industry the jobs bosses a are lot. All white. I've yeah. never, never once have I seen an ad on Craigslist for Chick Fil A. Right. Never once. And I check every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it eventually a Chick Fil A somewhere they is got a be system hiring. somewhere. Yeah. They are I'm, not. I'm willing to bet you it involves a church. They're not doing it. Has it, to. On it involves churches. Right. Because I'm if I if I if I went to a fast food place and they're like, be extra smiley, I'd be like, no. I'm not <laughs> Welcome to Arby's. Yeah. You barely smile anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so extra for you so is like they, one. They invoke the God thing. Like we got to we're good Christians, and they're like, oh okay. So they ha- you have to find people with an ideology, right. not just people who want to work. Go through, there. You Forget Chick Fil A. I just want to find good people somewhere. So you go through the church, right? I'd be willing to bet you that that's what's happening. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's just it's always weird when I walk in. And it's like, what are all these smiling white? How often doing? are you going to Chick Fil A, Andy? Um, not often, but it's, it <laughs> strikes me every time I go. I stop going after I find out they give their. I don't like my. I don't like the thought of my money going to that. I don't preach to anybody I've gone a about few it. Times I don't get on stage about it and talk about it. But I don't like the thought of my money going going to that. I don't think I've ever gone so. to a Chick Fil A. They used to sell the sandwiches at school, and I would eat. Oh, them the sandwiches are fine. I used to eat them at uh, when I was dry. working at e- when I used to, when I was working at E Trade. Yeah, they had a great breakfast, man. <laughs> I'm all about the nuggets. And the food, the food is fine, and the yeah. nuggets are great. I yeah. liked them because they were they were like cut up pieces of of chicken. That's how Popeyes used to be. real chicken, <laughs> you know. But cut, they had nuggets. Take right. the chicken, cut it up, make a yeah. I think I'm gonna get some chicken tonight. Chunks now you got me chicken. thinking of chicken. Now you got it. Maybe it's, some Popeyes. That easy. Mm. <laughs> you want some Popeyes? <laughs> this uh, episode of Three Guys on is brought hey, to you by Popeyes. Popeyes. You want some Popeyes? Dinner For food for what? What we're talking about chicken now? I love chicken, Cajun sparkle. <laughs> yeah, put some sprinkles on you it. You don't know, that's what's Chick-fil-A is gonna come out with a new chicken put some sandwich with sprinkles on it. Sprinkles, some respect on this chicken <laughs> for sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was my choice after I was like, Yeah, I don't think I want to, I don't want to give my money to that. All right, we got to wrap up. It's an hour and a half now. Mm. All right. Listen, people, we are out. (laughs) Next Wednesday. Come see me next Wednesday at the DC Improv, the 27th, the 5 for 5 show. There you go. Five bucks for five comics, plus a host, so six comics. There you go. And it's going to be great. So. All right, Becca Steinhoff. I want to thank you so much for uh, coming in with us these last few yeah, years. Yeah, thank you We've for had having a me. Great time with you, Becca. As always, Becca is moving on to New York. Yes, yep. She sees my face. <laughs> it is happening. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, yep. We're going to miss you here. Uh, you just let us know whenever you want to come back and do a show. We got you. Thank you. I'll be uh, back. Um, I have, like I said, I may have something. It depends. I got to give my man Waiting a call on confirmation. So yeah. We'll, we'll see. Give my man a call today and see, see what's what. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming in. Be sure to hit us with the emails. Be sure to uh, drop a few bucks in a tip jar. Be sure to tell a friend. Yep. Uh, be sure to keep listening. Be sure to make an intro song. Yeah, send us an intro song. See we if got you two can now. top what we got now. Yeah, we got two now. And we're gonna yeah. we're trying to put them in rotation. We're on like five or six. Hopefully. There you go. So we can put them in a rotation. And uh, thanks so much. And so here we go. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. That was Becca Steinhoff. There's Becca Steinhoff. <laughs> you want to try again? I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Uh, uh, Mega sign. <laughs> <laughs> we are three guys on, and we are out. <laughs> <laughs>